Welcome to Reclaiming Confidence. Join me as I talk about all things relationships, feminine energy and leadership, confidence, and everything that will make your life more fun, abundant, and connected. I'm your coach, Nicole Lillian. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Reclaiming Confidence. I am have been away for about a month from this podcast and for good reason. So you think I've maybe been doing nothing to do with this podcast, but let me tell you now, there is so much goodness coming. So much goodness coming. I went to the depths and the depths and the depths of what needed to be witnessed and what needed to be seen and what I needed to be made aware of in order for me to really harness, attract and be in the energy of 2022. And for all of these desires and all of these yearnings to just be held and to be tangibly created in my reality, I had to face off with some of the deepest, darkest parts of me. So the past month has been the hardest and the most glorious month of my life. So with all of this being said, I'm so proud of where I've landed today. And I'm not one to get caught up in astrology and make it mean and be the reason why my life has gone the way it's gone but I cannot deny the direct correlation and the direct timeline when I look at the moons and I look at the alignments of the planet and go oh my god that thing happened to me at this period of time when Venus was in in retrograde and Mercury was in retrograde and we were having a full moon in Cancer like All of these energies have really, really been at play. And what I've witnessed from my clients and speaking to other women on social media, there was a moment right in the middle of January towards the end, just recently gone, where everybody was fucking struggling. We were in pain. We were in suffering. We were in the state of, I think I've got it all figured out to, oh my gosh, what is my life? And if you're nodding your head right now and going, yes, I had a very similar experience in January. Honestly, babe, look into astrology because I'm starting to believe in it more. If there's one thing I've always been following for the past couple of years is the moon cycles and now just starting to look more into all the other astrological pieces and parts that play into our lives. I'm just a bit mind blown over here. I'm like, oh my Lord, like this stuff can help you decide on when a good energetic time is to launch. And the fascinating thing, the real fascinating thing, I'm going a little bit off topic in this podcast episode, but this is your introduction. The really interesting thing that I noticed, are you ready for this? Are you ready? Is that I intuitively decided when to launch my programs and start my business and start my next business and start my next business. That was all intuitive decision. 
meaning oh now doesn't feel like the right like the right time like I'm being told to wait my human wants to go yes now but I'm being told to wait and it doesn't make sense but then I waited and I did the thing and then I arrived at the launch date and again when I reflect back on the energy that was happening in that moment of time guess what my intuition was in alignment with the energetics of the universe like oh guys I just I just can't right now okay no words no words let's get into today's episode anyway so welcome back guys I hope you've had a fabulous January as dark and gloomy and as wonderful as it was and today I want to talk to you about three daily priorities for women that have been seriously underrated and somewhat forgotten about so in my business I am always asking myself and tuning into, am I embracing my feminine energy? Am I connecting to myself in my decisions moving forward in my business? Because if I'm not, then I'm disconnected from myself and then that can get very, very chaotic. So moving forward in my business and in my life, I'm continuously going, well, am I embodying my truth? And my truth might look like I need a rest. My truth might look like I need to eat. My truth might look like let's sit on the couch and watch Netflix today. My truth might look like actually get up off your ass, ask your soul how she wants to dress today and show up, right? So I'm always coming back to that question. What is my truth today and how can I show up in this, be embodied in this and continue running my life the way that feels good? good for me and that is the feminine led way and there's three specific daily priorities that I set up for myself there's some days where this doesn't happen and I notice a difference because nobody's perfect we all have a human part of ourselves and then we have all these other faces that we wear throughout the day like the businesswoman the CEO mindset we sometimes put on the lover archetype, if we're in a relationship, we sometimes just put on the lazy person, we put on the motivated person. There's just so many different identities that we wear in the day. And so sometimes we wake up and we're in human identity. We're not in businesswoman identity and that's okay. So sometimes the priorities don't happen or sometimes they do happen and that's okay. But there are three main priorities that I've sat down with myself and gone, right, Nicole, it's been a year. And in this year, you've done some things that have been so transformational to your mental, emotional and spiritual state. Three things. And identifying these three things, I think it's time for you to be discerning And for you to lay down some conviction in your life and go, I am going to prioritize these three things because I now see and I now feel how beneficial they are for me, especially as a woman. If you are in a high performance role, in a high performance career, running a business, or you're even a mum taking care of children, You're required to show up in a way that is not just your human self. And when we're required to show up in a way that is beyond just our human self, we need to take care of our human so it can support the businesswoman, so it can support the mother, so it can support the lover. 
And when we stop taking care of this part of us, what starts to happen is we start doubting our capabilities as the businesswoman, as the mother, as the lover. And we go, I don't think I can do this anymore. Because we're expecting this human part of ourselves to be the thing that shows up as the businesswoman. But they're two completely separate identities. Like they live in the same being, they live in our bodies, but we alternate between these energies. We're never just in one of them. And the thing that comes first, the thing that we have to keep remembering is that we are human first. When I started coaching years ago, the thing I consistently said to my clients was, you get to be human first. I think because we only see the glory on social media, we expect ourselves to be there. We expect ourselves that once we've worked through our grief or our loss of a heartbreak, we expect ourselves to be okay. We expect ourselves to not fall back into patterns. We expect ourselves to be beyond that by now when the truth is we're human and we get to be human first. And the longer we don't accept that or acknowledge that fact, the more insane we become, the more angry we become with ourselves, the more we internalize so much doubt and so much shame and so much blame. And that's really, really, really unhealthy. And it's not going to help the businesswoman. It's not going to help the lover. It's not going to help the mother. It really, really isn't. So these three priorities that I'm about to share with you and explain to you are the three things that have been extremely transformational in my year 2021. And I'm going to tell you why. The first daily priority is movement. I don't know why it's underrated, but it is. Because when I speak to people and I ask them, have you danced today? Have you moved today? Have you gone for a walk or maybe a swim? Or you just moved your body out of its usual default? And they say no. And I'm like, well, you're feeling a little bit off. You're feeling a little bit stuck or yuck. Start with movement. And what you'll instantly notice on the days you need to move to help your human is that you'll resist it. You'll resist the desire to do it because it is the exact thing that is going to get you out of the shitty state. And that's when you know there's a part of you that is attached to the struggle in that day. It's attached to feeling that way for whatever reason. And sometimes these feelings that we wake up with when we are feeling yucky and we are feeling stuck is beyond our control. You might have a dream. You might have been around some different people the day before and this does impact our energetic field. So the moment that you wake up is actually an opportunity to set up your state in the best way possible for the day. We know this. We know that the beginning of the day is the best time to set up your state for the rest of the day. And when you wake up, move. Don't underrate movement. And I'm going to tell you why. The reason why I started moving every single day was beyond the reason to just dance and to look good or to look like I was happy because that's fucking bullshit. The reason why I moved is because I was so devoted to connecting with my body again, 
connecting with its emotions to move the energy that I was currently stuck in so I could become a better person for the day. And when we move or when we dance, what we're doing is we're connecting to the right side of the brain, which is very intuitive. And so you're strengthening your intuition you're strengthening your connection to your body and what starts to happen is it's a trigger for your creativity to carry on for the day. You open up a space and a portal in your mind to have downloads drop in, to have ideas drop in, to have creation drop in with ease and grace and this is flow. Like when we are not in our creativity, it's because we've stopped moving. <laughs> so get moving and just watch this completely transform. There's so many other reasons why movement is beneficial, but that is one of the main reasons why I moved most of the days in 2021, specifically dancing, because when I dance in my body, like not just dancing for the sake of showing myself, but actually dance to feel and be in my body, I actually am going on an exploration to connecting with the intricacies of my ligaments and my fingers and my toes and actually feeling who I am as a human being. And it's a really beautiful sensation and groundedness that comes through when we feel so deeply connected and in our bodies for the day. And I feel like truly there's no better way to start the day because if you are working from the computer, which is quite a heady activity, we're up in the head, we're focusing, we're being analytical, it really helps to come back to movement, to drop back in the body and then allow yourself to energetically hold yourself in your body for as long as you can, even whilst you're at the computer. Give it a go. If you need some epic playlists, I am like the playlist queen because I do embodiment practices all the time. This is what my clients have told me and I've claimed this title now. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to deny it anymore. I'm really, really great with creating playlists. So if you need a playlist that's going to drop you into just the juices for the day. I've got so many different playlists that are just absolutely divine. And if you join Feminine Frequency, you get so many different playlists for specific things and different practices. And yeah, it's just the best thing on earth. Honestly, music is such medicine to the soul. It's such medicine to the body. And it really, really helps us shift so much energy in our cells. So Get on top of the movement and stop underestimating it. Make it a priority. Priority number two is singing. Now, hear me out. (laughs) The moment I tell people they need to sing, they freak out. (laughs) They're like, oh my gosh, I am not singing. I'm not good at singing. I can't sing. And all of these reasons come up. Now, If this is you, I resonate. This used to be me. I was like, there's no way I'm singing, especially when there's other people in the house. When I'm on my own, I'm freaking great, but no way if there's other people in the space. Now, I'm going to give you a piece of guidance here. Don't sing to perform. This is where our limitations come in and stop us from opening our voice, which can be detrimental to our pleasure. And start singing 
for the purpose of praying. And what this does, it just allows you to sing imperfectly, to sing with the vibrations and the frequencies, which is the whole reason, which is why it is so healing. So singing is one of the things that really activated me in 2021. And what I noticed it did is that it helped open up my body. When we sing, we have a connection from our throat to our yoni, like in our cervix. And I'll explain this to you now very briefly because this podcast episode isn't about the connection to the throat and the yoni, but we can do that another time, is that there is a meridian point that connects your lips to your sex. And so what happens is when we sing and we're connecting with our lips and we're moving our lips and even when we kiss somebody, it's actually arousing because of this meridian point and this connection that we have from our mouth to our sex. It's pleasurable. It's a pleasurable experience. And the other thing is that we actually have from the base of our spine all the way to our neck, we have what's called the vagus nerve. This very special vagus nerve is responsible for the parasympathetic nervous system, which puts you into a state of relaxation, digest and rest. And this helps you open your body up to receiving. It helps you relax your body, relax the muscles around your sex. And so what we see a direct correlation with is when we actually chant and sing, we are sending these vibrations down the vagus nerve that is actually helping to bring the nervous system back into coherence and actually continues to open up the womb, opens up the sex. And this creates a beautiful portal for life force energy and for pleasure to continue to arise. And not to mention that the actual organs and the structures and muscular system of the throat is so similar and so close to the structures of the cervix itself and when we look at it from that perspective it means that the muscles operate the same way if we try and force something into our mouth or our throat or into our vaginas well into our throats we gag or we like reject it right and our our vaginas are doing the same thing our cervix is doing the same thing it's like oh my gosh no don't force this in here and so when we're able to actually voice something from the inside out we're massaging the muscles and we're opening up the those places so then we can experience more pleasure so we can find our voice and reclaim our voice because it is this cyclical connection that happens between the voice and the sound and the yoni. And I've spoken to so many women before where they say, I just feel so at home when I sing. It feels so freeing. It feels so liberating. And that's the truth because it's so connected to our pleasure. And when you give yourself permission to sing, what you'll notice is that you'll start opening up the throat chakra more, which helps you to open up your voice more to speak across your truth and communicate what you desire and what you want more, especially in the bedroom. You know, if we've got a blocked throat chakra, then quite often we don't even know how to communicate our boundaries in sexual situations, especially when we're aroused. There's like this communication system just shuts off. And so this is all directly correlated between your pleasure, between you speaking and voicing and feeling free in your body, it's connected 
And so singing is one of those ways to help the vagus nerve, to help the opening of the cervix and opening of the throat chakra. So then you can actually start to feel more free flowing in your body. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And if you do want to know more about it, then reach out to me. So we're up to number three, number three on the priorities list for women. And you guys are going to be like, oh, Nicole, I know this. And I'm like, yes, you know this, but do you practice this? Number three is hydration. I used to say this over and over to people in my personal training days. I was like, are you hydrated? Are you drinking your three liters of water, sister? And with good reason. Now, since then, which was six to five years ago, since then, my understanding about the importance of hydration has expanded. And I got to the point last year where I was really shit with my hydration and I could tell because my skin started to go funny and dry my lips started to go dry my mouth started to feel dry and I started to feel really deflated and really fatigued and last year was a massive healing year and I'm sure this year will be as well which is exactly why we need to prioritize hydration when we are going through emotional releases and we're intellectually learning things at the same time, we need hydration to help our cells continue to heal and to continue to build their resilience and continue to grow in a really healthy way. When you are doing emotional releases, the amount of hydration and the amount of like care that your cellular DNA needs after that is huge. You need to be drinking like a liter of water directly after emotional release. And this is helping your brain compute everything that it's learned. It helps you integrate so much more. And not to mention that your body is made up of like, forgive me because I don't actually know the percentage off the top of my head, but I think it's like 90% water you are made up of. And so it makes sense as to why we actually need to remain hydrated. And when those cells aren't hydrated, lots and lots of functions and nerve endings just stop operating in the most effective way. Not to mention that the women I speak to are entrepreneurial, in leadership, high performance, hardworking mums. And it is so important for them to be hydrated because if they're not how are they even meant to think straight your mind needs water to think straight your body needs water to think straight and to feel when we consume more water it actually increases our sensitivity to the world around us because our cells actually have more space to vibrate you know like water carries the frequency of whatever energy is in the space And so if there's like energy happening in a room or happening with somebody and you're quite intuitive with your clients, it's actually going to help you to read the energy in the space as well because your body carries water. So remaining well well hydrated, it's really going to help carry that energy through into your body so you can become more intuitively instinct and intact with your environment around you. And yeah, guys, (laughs) that's, that's pretty much it. You know, um, we could go down a rabbit hole so much on all those three main things, but those are the number one reasons why these are my main priorities right now. I want to be a high performance 
woman and I want to do it the feminine led way, which means that I'm continuously devoted to feeling what I'm feeling so I can recalibrate my nervous system and make it better for what I want to achieve and what I want to hold in my spaces for other women. Like if I want to be able to hold big emotions and big transformations, I've got to be able to hold that within myself. I've got to take myself there. So I feel safe in the presence of somebody else going through it. And when I do that, I need to be hydrated. I need to be connected. I need to feel my pleasure so I don't feel numb to life or my aliveness because it's my aliveness and my passion and my rage that just completely ignites this electrifying passion for life and business itself. And if I'm not taking care of that, then I cannot expect my businesswoman to thrive. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you took away some incredible reminders from this podcast episode. If it was a freaking vibe for you, please share it and let me know what your number one takeaway from this was. I hope that you learned something that you didn't know, given that, you know, a lot of people talk about movement and talk about sounding and talk about hydration. And I just really... I really pray that this has shone some light on some of the priorities as a woman for yourself and maybe connected you with other priorities that I haven't mentioned here today. So it's been my absolute pleasure to talk to you today. And yeah, until next time, guys, keep believing that you can. Bye-bye now.